0: Yo, 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 have you had your daily dose of pep? Nope, don't worry, I got you! Let's go! What's up family, what's up friends? Welcome to episode 5 of the Pep Talk Podcast where we cheer you on and coach you up. My name is is coach Jay, and it is my pleasure it is my privilege it is my honor to be here with you and i want to thank you for still hanging and rocking with us we're five episodes in y'all and i'm so excited about the feedback that we've been getting so far from the emails that we've gotten so far from the ratings that we've gotten so far you all have been wonderful and i am thankful and filled with gratitude for each and every one of you y'all keep those emails coming in to the podcast at gmail.com. I love hearing from you. Like I said before, I am really, really excited to build a community of people who are coaching and challenging one another to be the best version of your best selves. That is the that is the icing on top of a very, very delicious cake. And in today's episode, uh, I want to talk to you a little bit about. Your best friend and mine. We don't share the same best friend, but in a way, we kinda do. And I wanna talk about our best friends. So, jam to the music for a bit, and we'll be right back to continue episode 5! Alright, so I can't remember. If I were watching a TikTok or an Instagram reel. uh, But in this video, and if I can find it, I will link it and drop it in the show notes. Uh, But in this video, there were these two little kids and they were playing and just having a great time. And then one of the kids' siblings came into the room and started messing with not his younger sibling, but the other kid. And so... The the sibling of the older kid instantly like jumped up and started hulking out and just started screaming, Leave my best friend alone, don't mess with my best friend, don't mess with my best friend, and like literally started throwing them hands on him. I was like, wait, what? But after I watched it a couple of times, and yes, I did watch it more than once, a spark went off in my head. And I wanna take a little bit of time and talk about that spark. So it's a really cool thing to see two young kids, I think they might have been around four, four or five, willing to stick up for one another under the banner of friendship. I don't know if you have ever had that person that you've considered a best friend that you would be willing to go to war for, that you would be willing to throw them hands for, or you might even be willing to catch them hands For your best friend. But you know I think we all at some point in life have had that person in our lives. That we were willing to say as long as I'm around. Nobody's going to mess with you because you are my boy. You are my girl. You are my best friend. And as long as I'm here nobody's going to say anything bad about you. Nobody's going to talk about you behind your back. Nobody's going to treat you badly while i am here now as a mindset coach a lot of what i do when i sit down and when i'm talking with clients and when we're having sessions one of the things that we always tend to zoom in on first is self-talk we all have this inner dialogue it almost never seems to stop like it doesn't matter whether you are an introvert or an extrovert, whatever. We all have inner dialogue that is always speaking to us. It's always saying something. And I have always believed that what you're saying to yourself about yourself is more powerful than what anybody else is saying to you about you because you're with yourself 24-7 365 like there is never a day when you were not with you and there's never a day when this inner dialogue is not influencing you on some level now some of you all's inner dialogue is going to sound like you know the best hype man ever or hype woman ever Like, like if you were to get to a point where you said I am ready to go back to school and get that degree so that I can get that dream job, your inner dialogue might be like, yeah, boy, go get it, go get it. It's yours, it's yours. Come on, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. But then there are others of us who have this inner dialogue that no matter what we say, it could be good. Like, I want to go back to school, get that degree so I can start that business. Your inner inner self-talk is going to be very negative. Like, you remember the last time, You talked about having a dream or, you know, you remember the last time you tried to start a business, you ended up going bankrupt. Or you remember the last time you tried to make a new friend and they started a text chain about you and just ruined your life for for years. But our self-talk is going to trend positively or negatively. And that self-talk is going to come from the experiences and the memories that Your mind has collected over the years. Now, in several episodes, I've talked about how your mind is trying to protect you, right? Your mind doesn't want you to experience negative things, things that are going to hurt you, uh, things that are going to cause you mental distress and mental trauma. Yet, in trying to do its job a little too well, your mind would keep you in a safe and comfortable place where you aren't doing anything. And so when it comes to the kinds of self-talk that we mostly hear in our brains, it's our mind coming from a place of good intentions but trying to keep us kind of in a bubble of safety. However, if we allow our self-talk, that negative self-talk, to keep limiting us, Then we begin to fall into patterns of limiting beliefs. So, like, what do we do? Like, how do we handle this negative self-talk? And I think that's why I thought about this when I was watching that video. When that kid stood up for his friend and said, don't talk about my friend like that. You're not going to treat my friend like that. Like, what would happen if you treated yourself like you treat Your best friend. Now, I'm just going to go ahead and say it because I think it needs to be said. Some of y'all don't treat your best friends right. But that's a completely different topic whatsoever. If you have a best friend that you treat well and a best friend who treats you well, what's stopping you from treating yourself at least as good as you treat that best friend? Like you may be that person that you are there for every single person in your life. If your friend is celebrating, you're celebrating. If your friend is going through something, you're there offering your support. When it comes to your own issues, your own dreams, your own desire, your own personal legend, your own uh, goals and pursuits of your purpose, you continue to leave yourself like hanging out to dry, subject to all of the elements, like nobody else out there is protecting you, but you are not protecting you either. You're just standing out there. You're allowing your negative self-talk to just keep throwing body blows day after day, minute by minute, hour by hour. All that you're hearing in your head is, gosh, you suck. Why can't you be like so-and-so and do and do that? And if I'm thinking about this, my initial challenge to you is that you have to be your own best friend. You have to be willing to stand up for yourselves. You have to be willing to quit being unfair and unkind to yourself. But you also have to notice when it's happening so that you can stop it. See, most of us would not speak about our enemies in the, in the distasteful terms that we describe ourselves. Let me say that again. Most of us wouldn't talk as bad about our enemies as we talk about ourselves. We don't give ourselves a grace. We make a mistake and the, the, the first thing our mind begins to say to us, you probably deserved it. It's probably all your fault. This is just going to be you from now until the end of time. You're always going to mess up at your job. You're always going to be alone. You're always going to be a loser. Nothing is ever going to work in your favor. Just give up now. And I promise you, there are at least five of y'all that are listening to this right now. You've heard those words. You hear them on a loop inside of your brain. And in some space, in some area, you're exhausted and you're tired of it and you know you need to treat yourself better, but you don't know how. So guess what I'm going to do today? I'm going to give you three tools, three steps, three resources, whatever you want to call them, three keys to allowing you to treat yourself as your own best friend y'all it's so important that you do this it is so so important that you do this you cannot expect anybody to say nice things about you that you're not willing to say about yourself you can't expect anybody to believe good things about you that you don't believe about yourself and you can't believe you can't hope for anybody for anybody To be there for you when you are not being there for yourself. So, when we come back, I wanna give you some time to get some paper and pencil. When we come back, I'm gonna give you three tips or three keys or three tools that will help you get on the road to becoming your own best friend in 2023. It's time out for treating yourself like garbage. You're not garbage, God doesn't create junk. You're not junk. So I'm going to come back and give you these three tips to treating yourself like your own best friend and improving your self-talk from negative to positive. And I believe that these three things are going to shift your mindset in an amazing way. We'll be right back. All right, three tips to improve your self-talk And treat your own self like a best friend. You ready? Tip number one. Conduct an audit. Conduct an audit. So research shows that when you are aware of what you're saying in your inner dialogue, you are better able to form the defenses to capture those thoughts And to change them around Now, yes, you can use your phone, open up your notepad, yeah that's cool But I'm kind of old school in in that taking the time to stop and to write it down uh, There's something that imprints it into your psyche So, you know, let's say that I am having a particularly rough uh, day of teaching OK, a lesson plan is not going well. Um, and in my head, I can hear that inner dialogue beginning to scream at me. Dude, what are you even doing in the classroom? The the kids aren't paying attention. You're not engaging them like, bro, what are you even doing? So at that point, I have a choice. Do I give in to it? Well, I'm not going to give in to it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to just pause for a moment, moment, moment. I'm going to grab my journal and I'm going to write it down, you know, January 3rd, 930 a.m. Inner dialogue says you're a horrible teacher. Uh, You should quit. Uh, You are doing your students a disservice, whatever those things are. And then after you've done that for a 24 hour period, I want you to look at everything that your inner dialogue said to you at every particular part of your day and think about what happened in that moment, how you were feeling and then how that inner dialogue made you feel further. Knowing your triggers and knowing uh, the stimuli that are triggering your inner dialogue to, to come at you like a rabid, howler monkey understanding what those things are it's going to make you better able to protect yourself from them but it's also good for you to see in writing what am i saying to myself and i think you would be appalled at everything that your inner dialogue is saying to you over the course of a day because if you were to say that to your best friend You would no longer have your best friend. And so then the question becomes, so if I would never say this to somebody else, why am I allowing my inner dialogue, my self-talk, why am I allowing it to say it to me? And once you come to that realization, you have made a major step in the pursuit of change. All right, so step number one is conducting an audit. An internal speaking audit. All right, here's step number two. Step number two, tip number two, is to change your story. And I really want to do an entire episode about this one because I so strongly believe it. But think about this. The the stories, the narratives that we tell ourselves about our lives frames our worldview. Like seriously. Like if you tell yourself that your job is a drain, If you tell yourself that you hate your job, then every day you go into work, you're going to feel negative emotion about your job. You're going to think negative feelings about your job. And the energy that is required for you to do your job in a good way, it's not going to be there. Let's take that a step further. Because the story you tell yourself frames your worldview, if your supervisor comes to you and offers Just a word of encouragement about how to maybe be more efficient. You are more likely to get offended. And I know y'all know people like this. You may even be one of them. You are more likely to get offended and adopt a victim mindset. Because the story that you tell yourself about your job is negative. You set yourself up for a negative life. When the story that you tell yourself about yourself is a negative story. If you continue to tell yourself that you're a victim, you're going to look at your life through the eyes of victimhood. If you continue to tell yourself that everything in your life is negative, then everything that you interpret, your interpretation machine is going to filter that through the frame, through the lens of negativity. Even if your situation is not overly difficult, but if the story that you've told yourself about your life is that, oh my gosh, my life is so difficult, then even the simplest of things for you will become you know, quantum physics because that is the way that you're choosing to view and interpret your world. Listen, let's flip that, okay? Because we're in charge of the story that we tell ourselves. We're in charge of the narrative. Like things happen to us, right, in life. Things that cannot be helped. Yes, I get that, I get that. But how you interpret it, whether you say, oh, this thing happened for me, not to me. Or instead of getting up every morning and saying, oh, I have to go to work. Doggone it. Instead of saying, you can say now, I'm I'm blessed to have a job that I could go with. And you could begin to... Change your story from one of negativity to one of gratitude. And I promise you, this by itself, changing your story, reframing your story, changing the lens through which you view your life will have an enormous impact on you. Y'all, nobody wants to be around someone who is consistently negative, except other negative people. You would lose your best friend really quickly if you were bringing negative, toxic energy into that relationship every day. I would not be a good husband if I came home every day talking about every negative thing that happened that day, every negative thing that I see in my household, and then every negative thing that I feel about myself. At some point, y'all, we have to grow up and understand that. That we have more of a responsibility, more of an accountability to ourselves than we previously thought. Bad things do happen to good people, yes. But what if you changed how you saw it, how you framed it, and the story that you tell yourself because of it? How would that change your life? How would that change the self-talk, the inner dialogue that you hear on on a daily basis? And how would that help you to become your own best friend? Which is what we're trying to get you to. All right, tip number three, feel your feelings. This is a big one. Again, tip number one was was to conduct uh, an inner dialogue audit. Tip number two is to change your story. And then tip number three is to feel your feelings. This is a big one, y'all. Uh, So here's what I'm going to say about this one. And this one doesn't have to be long. But you need to feel your feelings. We live in a world where there are so many numbing agents. We can numb ourselves with music. We can numb ourselves with Social media, we can numb ourselves with TV, anything to distract us from feeling something that we don't want to feel. Now, listen to me. Your feelings are not always the truth. Always look for evidence before you give in to a feeling. However, if you are feeling sad, feel the sadness. If you're mad, if somebody's hurt your feelings, feel it. Because the more that you sit with those feelings, you process them, the better you're able to come out of them stronger on the other side. Research and neuroscience shows us that the more time that we give to process our feelings, to think about the context of them, to reframe them, yeah? The more time we dedicate to those practices the stronger our emotional quotient would be. The stronger our emotional stability and balance will be. So the next time you're just, I mean, even if you're happy, sit down and think about why you're happy. There is no feeling that you should allow to overtake you to a point where it completely takes you out once and for all times. I know that there are things like grief, that take us out for a while. I know that. I know that there are other things that happen in our lives that that can feel like they've knocked us down for a count. But again, remember, feel the emotions. Feel the pain. Feel the discouragement. Feel the despair. Feel the discomfort. Feel it. But never let it keep you pinned. Never allow it to keep you stagnant. Never allow it to shackle itself around your ankles and keep you held in place for the rest of your lives. Your feelings should not have that kind of control over you. You are the boss of your feelings. And when you allow yourself to feel your feelings, when you feel the emotions, when you go through that process, you become stronger and better able to deal the next time that emotion buffets you does that make sense to you is that good to you i I pray that it was helpful this is all coming just straight from my heart because i want you to be stronger i want you to be able to influence your inner dialogue and in turn i want you to be your own best friend you deserve that you deserve to have a best friend and so I believe that these three tips will get you on the road to being your own best friend. And maybe you say, you know, Coach Coach J, I need a little bit more help with this. Yo, just shoot me a message. I would be glad to sit down with you, set up some sessions, and help you get to the root of what's keeping you from being your own best friend and how we can change the cycle of your inner dialogue to make it better for you in the long run all right so we're gonna take a quick break come back with the quote of the day and then we're gonna close this thing out enjoy the music get your chair dance on let's get it let's go be right back all right all right our quote of the day is from diane von fustenberg And I think this fits what we've been talking about all day It says The most important relationship in your life Is the relationship you have with yourself Because no matter what happens You will always be with yourself Think about it Let that sink in Um, I think it fits I think it fits For me personally My most important relationship is going to be with God first Uh, But then that self piece. Is so 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 important Like I said before We can't expect anybody else to love us If we're not putting in the practice To love ourselves And see the worth in ourselves And so I hope that out of this episode You begin to see the worth in you Because my friend You're worthy You're worth it And you are loved So I hope this episode has brought some value to you It has blessed my soul To be able to bring it to you Uh, Reach out to us on the pep talk pod on twitter on ig underscore jb speaks on uh, the website is the pep talk podcast dot hey leave your ratings we want to hear we want to know what you think about the pod rate it subscribe share comment y'all come on let's build this community together i'm glad to be here with you every week and it is my prayer every time i hit the record button Uh, That what comes out and what goes into your ears is useful immediately, practically useful. And these are things that you can actively employ in your life to continue to elevate you, to continue to change your mindset, which changes your life. So tell your people, all right, tell your people it's about to get peppy in their lives. Once you start listening to the pep talk podcast, y'all, this has been episode five. Thank you so much for joining. I'm Coach Jay. Blessings be unto you. Just have a great day. Have a great week. And we'll see you next time on the Pep Talk Podcast. Peace out.